Welcome to A Change Mind, a podcast about turning pain into purpose. What's up, y'all? Welcome to A Change Mind. Hey. I'm Rashida. I'm Toby. And I am Chappelle. I learned that is. Yeah. Yes. Uh. I have learned so many things. It seems like everything that we believe is the exact opposite when it comes to God. You know what I'm saying? When you look with people who are running and they are killing people to get to the front, they're usually the ones that are at the bottom at the end of the day. But the ones who are humble, who really don't want to be out there, who really, you know, like I I really just like behind the scene type of person, they are the ones who got honors. It's something about that where I don't have to be seen. You know, I don't have to, like, be down Kensington and taking pictures of people, you know, feeding them food and put it on Facebook, you know. Um, how would you like for somebody to do that to you on your darkest hour, you know, going through that kind of situation? So that's just what I found out, you know. And it was the exact opposite where, where I was taught that everything was a competition, you know, even with our girlfriends. You know, oh, you got a Gucci bag. Who gave you that? You know, mm-hmm. oh, you got some. Oh, who gave? You know what I'm saying? How people can get uh-huh. jealous. If you think about it, a lot of stuff that we do, we want. I'm not saying all the time. Let me let me get this right. But why is it we gotta have a Fendi bag? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why we have a two thousand dollar bag? You know what? Why, why? Why? in my mind, I gotta let everybody see me drive a Cadillac? You know what I mean? Right. What is it about that? And I had to learn, I learned baby by my dad because he had a lot of money, but you would never know. You would never know he wore baronary jeans and new balances constantly. (laughs) (laughs) Like he wasn't flashy with it. So it was a lot of things that I had to unlearn. You know, I had to unlearn that everything is not about a competition. I had to unlearn the fact that everything wasn't about me. So that was some getting used to. Like, what? I can't have my way. You know, I don't even want you to be my friend if you say no to me. <laughs> I don't like me no more because you said no. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's so true. I can't even imagine that, Rashida. <laughs> Listen, I'm serious. Like, I was like, Manipulative Mary, that's what they call me. (laughs) (laughs) All kinds of way that you can think about trying to get over. And this became the norm for me. It became Uh ingrained in me. And that part had to be taken out because I had to unlearn that it wasn't right to take from people. You know what I'm saying? I had to learn that it wasn't right to look down on people. I had to learn a lot of things. I had to unlearn a lot of things that was taught to me through my family. And a lot of that stuff wasn't right that my my family showed me. It wasn't right, you uh-huh. know. So I had to learn all over again, like a baby, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, that's real. Um, you know, uh, I was saying earlier when we were talking, me and Chappelle were talking. A lot of the things that I've been really um, focusing on and learning, and you brought it right up. As soon as you got on, you pulled it right out, is kind of knowing 
better, but still in the back of my head, got to figure out how to unlearn that self-doubt and telling myself that, who, why why anybody want to hear you? Like, why you? And so really been working on kind of unpacking all of that negativity and self-doubt and even learning that sometimes people are, um, are intentionally trying to silence you. Like I've given suggestions, had ideas that people poo-pooed and then I hear them saying it. And I'm like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you made me think it was crazy. And now I hear you saying it. <laughs> so definitely figuring out how to unlearn that ish, like being, I can be humble, but I don't have to be like a doormat. <laughs> yes. Do they call it assertive? Like uh, assertive, being assertive? Right. And it's so funny. I think in a lot of ways, I'm like big on sharing my feelings and opinions about stuff and also being kind of termed a troublemaker when it comes to that. And I'm like, I'm really not a troublemaker, but feeling self-conscious about that. Like just unlearning that people have agendas when they try to tell you, like when you're trying to disrupt something and they're trying to tell you, "Uh uh-uh, you're causing trouble. And so really figuring that out has been a big piece of, like I would not have even done this had this mm-hmm. been a couple of years ago, I would have just been like, what? I'm not getting on this. What, what am I going to say? Like, mm-hmm. this has been a part of that journey too of unlearning yeah. stuff yes. and learning some new things. Yes. I. Um, it's funny because I don't know when you said, so I feel like mine is kind of a little opposite from you, one of them, um, Toby. Because uh-huh. I feel like a lot of people have agendas to the point where some people don't. And I be thinking they do. Yeah, <laughs> now, that's, you know, um, a reflection too, though, of self-doubt and uh-huh. always assuming that I know what someone else is thinking. So I had, so I put, I wrote some down. Assuming the way people feel. So like, yeah, I don't know how everyone is feeling or receiving something. So right. let people have their own opinions and or right. feelings and let them express them to me. Um, you know what I mean? And so, yeah. um, and then also like having expectations of people who really aren't committed they aren't, they not, they're not even committed to their self in different right. areas. And not that I'm judging, but why would I expect them to treat me better than they treat themselves? themselves. Yeah. Um, and I do this, and this is something I discovered because being um, an only child and growing up like alone a lot or with like really a lot of outsiders, like the people that my mom called her friends' kids. You know what I mean? The people that my mom right. called her aunts and all them, like these people that my mom made her family because our family was horrible. Um, in terms of, they just, they just all scared. Just too much. But anyway, so being around 
people who I wasn't, like, they don't really know, me. you know, they had to get to know me through time. And so as they're growing and learning, you know, I was mistreated sometimes. Um, and I was always trying to fit into a space, you know, so then when I grow, grew older and like as a professional and things like that, um, and in a relationship, I don't know. I just had these expectations, like, I don't know. It's just a little weird. So I, but I realized that all of that kind of played into like how I showed up and I had to unlearn a lot of those experiences, right. a lot of those thoughts, um, and just give people a chance and like, oh. shut up, be quiet, mm-hmm. give people a chance, but don't be naive. Shut right. up. It's okay not to know everything. Learn to communicate without being so upset, you know, or just shutting down. Um, like, and these are all things that like my mom and grandma do. Like, they, you know, that I noticed. Then I like, look like, oh, all right, you're doing it too. That's not right. Um, and it was, it wasn't nothing but different cultures and seeing other people live and you know, working in different places and all of that. That really made me realize that, okay, what you're doing isn't like normal or isn't everyone's way of life. There's other ways so that you can be more free and more like, you know, like I realized that a lot of the things that I had to unlearn caused me anxiety, man. Um, that I, where I, went, I wasn't even aware and my family, you know, they have undiagnosed a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, like they would never realize they would never realize any other way what type of environment they was making you like you, you know we be tripping you know as soon as somebody say something you don't want to hear it you Just start so stepping you don't want to hear that you get to a job the boss can't tell, tell you, you what you ain't exactly. doing right <laughs> and I, that's funny and so Oh, all right. I'm sorry. I just went in, but I was just thinking so out on it because I'm like, oh, this is, yeah. I had to learn so much stuff. Like you said, I feel like a baby, <laughs> a, <over> a, <laughs> a newborn. Yeah. Like the hospital. <laughs> you know, they, they gotta they gotta say and they say sticks and stones may break your bones, but names will never hurt you. And that is such a lie. Lies. I was about to say lies. 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 Scars and pencils. Right. (laughs) Because of things people said, I had to unlearn that. Yes. I'm I'm not ugly. Yeah, um, like I had to unlearn that. I remember somebody said she ain't never going to change. And I'm looking like, wow, like. They said I would never graduate college. Yeah. My grandma told me that. Wow. And we act confident when they say it, but for real, you be like, they was screaming. You be like, in the back, you be like, am I like, right? Can this happen? Every test I've said before, I'm like, can I do that? Yeah. Like, (laughs) and that's what made, that's what made me be careful what I speak to people. Right. Me too. Well, we can say that people can either make them or break them. Right. Like, like that. But we gotta be to a point where we ready for you when you come. Right. Right. You know what I'm trying to say? Right. You're so right. Yeah, you like, are about what? what? Yeah. 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 Because my friend said something to me last week, and I said, I don't agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, okay. 
and it starts stuttering like, yeah, shut that thing down. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you, I don't agree with that. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm not coming into agreement with people speaking into my life. Right. I, I beat the eyes. So whatever you say, I can't take it. Because if right. I take it in my spirit and I carry it, then it becomes me. It's liable to linger. Wow. Yeah. And then I'm not taking risks like I used to because of, oh, yeah, he said this and he's supposed to be a leader. Oh, sometimes leaders, they don't know what to say. Right. right. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they think what they're saying. That's why we got to be very careful what we what say. We say. You know what we say. Because, you know, I had to unlearn the fact that everybody don't think like me. Right. Right. That's another thing. Like, what That's a doing? big like, thing. Yeah. Like, y'all, what's, you know what are you talking about? Right. You know, you, I mean, this is a big one, y'all. See, if it was me, I would have did this. You know Mine what I mean? too. Yeah. <laughs> remember when I came to my parents I had to think about I was going to say to my dad for 10, 20 minutes before I came to him you know what I'm saying I had to yeah. rehearse but I because you just don't never know which way he was coming that's the same thing with my mom <laughs> so, uh, you, you don't know what you're going to you don't know which way you you know what I'm saying <laughs> yo he shoots straight from the, from the hip so you don't even know like so yeah <laughs> So I'm gonna tell y'all something that I was real timid as a child. What? Yes. Yes. Said, yeah. I was always afraid to say something wrong. Isn't that oh, something? That is because yeah. people made me feel stupid. Yeah. Oh, I'm supposed to be talking. That hurts my heart. As a child, you know, I didn't have a voice. So when I told Toby that earlier, how God would take you from the back to the front. I've been there. Oh, I've me been in the too. Where oh, I was man. always in the back of the room, and the man say, "We want to give that girl back there high behind the table. We want her to come up and give." No, like I don't want to. Why would you pick all the people that's trying to kill you for the mic? Why would you pick me? I'm here to listen. But in the same token, I was God was giving me a voice because He know that you know how some people they want to sound good. They went to school to teach and speak and all that. Mm -hmm. when we do it, it's the glory of God. Yeah. When I open my mouth in front of people, uh -huh. you best believe I'm pulling on God. You mean right. too? Because I'm scared to be up <laughs> here. Oh, right. Oh. <laughs> right. That's the whole catch. And that's right. what he's looking for. Mm -hmm. That right. we don't lean to our own understanding. That we're not doing things in our own strength. Yeah, when I go mean. in front of these women, I'm going in front of you. Right. Using this, oh, yes. so I had to unlearn the fact that I needed a man all the time. That was another thing, <laughs> right? And no matter right. what, he, what kind of man it was, <laughs> wow, you know, they say a piece of man is better than that. That's bull, right? That's a, that's something. I've had friends who say they're not gonna be alone, so you sleeping with Freddy Krueger, right. <laughs> You well, what I, open. You ain't even I don't even know he creeping in your daughter's room. You, you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, God, no. I had to unlearn all that. Right. Because these are things that my, my fourth family, my, my grandmother told me, get the money. Oh. That's what she said. She said, my husband bought me four houses. You get your husband, buy you four houses. But he was the nastiest, 
man, cheating man I ever see. He did some things to her that I would not have tolerated. I would have rather lived in a trash bag or the corner. Wow. Yeah. So you remember some of the things that we learned looking back on the older generations, that's what they say, get the money. Well, my grandma told me, be quiet, just be quiet so you can get the ring. Oh, I don't want to get married that bad. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's something. It costs too much. You know what I'm trying to say? It costs mm-hmm. too much. So I had to unlearn the fact that I I, I I had to unlearn the fact that it wasn't all right to be alone. I had to learn that too. I was so scared to be a single mom. I was tripping that. I'm like, girl, you don't need that, bro. <laughs> Shoot, we sitting up here worried about him. I, and I was, you know, I mean, I had so many other things I could be concerned with. Now that I look back, I'm like, I would have been just picked up my baby and kept it moving. Now that I know what I know now. When you realize the time you wasted on that. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm like, girl, even like not to be playing nobody, but you know, I really just had no business even thinking about dating a guy like him. Yeah. Um, yeah. I look back. Like, That's if my daughter came home talking about she was dating him with, after she, if she's done some of the things I did when I met him, I would be like, why are you? That would all make sense why I was hiding. I hid from my mom and, well, not from my mom, because I tell my mom everything, but I hid from my, my dad in my mind for a little bit that he was in jail for 13 years. Mm. I was like, you know, I just came back from Ireland, got a master's, 22. You know, but I had to unlearn, like, I was so stuck on, oh, hurry up, because you're pregnant, have your family. But I, I, like, I had to unlearn in God's time. Like, right. I had to learn God's timing, not your timing. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that either. So he was older. Yeah. So um, her father just turned 40 in July. And yeah, I always date older guys, Mm -hmm. um, typically. And yeah, he had just got out of jail after like 13 years. And apparently he had some like little old head or whatever that his cousin introduced him to. And then... They fell off because he was beating her up and stuff too. And then mm. he met me. And I should have known, and I know this is a little off topic, but it's all a part of my unlearning. Um, because I was so desperate for love. Like I just felt like, oh, you're 22, you have a master's degree, um, your mom is down south or whatever. Like I just was so desperate, like to mm-hmm. settle down and have a family because I was so lonely. Um, but I never even had this relationship that I have with God now. So it's like, oh. I, here I go seeking after love. I should have been, I could have been had this relationship with God that I had today. How the stuff I'm living, the feeling I had, I'm like, yo, I missed out on this guy. Right. <laughs> you know, but seriously, though, I just feel like, you know, but I was so trapped in society and what looked good and oh. what I thought would satisfy me ended up freaking almost oh taking me out completely. I mean, yo, like wow. <laughs> but anyway, wow. long story short, yeah, he he 
like 40, he's 40 or something like he's 40 now. 39 or 40. I think he's 40. But um yeah, it's just crazy how that I had to unlearn being desperate and needy. Mm, that's a big right. part right there. That's a whole freaking book right there. Uh-huh. You just said what so many women are going through. Oh. Um, oh yes, they believe they can't live without a person. You, you got to remember that our belief systems, they they set up strongholds. You know what I'm trying to say? I couldn't believe, yeah, and I couldn't even be with myself. Right, so we believe, we. I can't be without him no matter what he's doing. You know what I'm trying to say? That was yep. pretty ride and die. Which is, which is dangerous, right? And most women at the end of the day gonna wind up by yourself one way or the other when you're dealing with it. <laughs> Period, because they're gonna be in jail, Eventually, enough is enough. You ever been to right. something that it's just like enough is enough? Like, I can't even take no more. Oh my gosh, man. I, it got bad. I just, yeah. I can't believe I went through that. I'm like, what is wrong? I still sometimes, like, I had a flashback last week of me in the hallway naked, pregnant. He chased me with a knife. <laughs> And it's like, it's not funny, but it's like, what the heck was going on? Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not laughing, but. <laughs> I like Chappelle. <laughs> like, I just want to pick me up out of college. You should have been laughing, girl. Wow. <laughs> I know what I know. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm laughing. Uh, it's crazy now. I'm like, I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. And and then and then we have to you have to be able to identify what needs to be unlearned. Right. Which is a whole ability. Uh-huh. It's a whole different rap. That's like, you know, taking more inventory of yourself. Like, I can't think like that no more. Remember how mother used to say you walk past a black cat, you do this, you walk under this. Right. I, I don't even try to think about that. No, like, but my grandmother was serious about that stuff. My yeah. <laughs> Don't let the broom touch your feet. <laughs> like some, my, somebody would come, yeah, if somebody would sweep around my grandma, she probably would knock you clean up. Uh, yes. <laughs> you was in a rumble. We went to a restaurant one time and somebody was sweeping around. Man. <laughs> my grandmother almost had a coronary. Yo, <laughs> no, my grandma and mom are still like this. You thought you want a broom if you want. You want a good old-fashioned behind kicking? <laughs> Listen, it's to the point where the baby, y'all, if she pick up the broom, the second, what is she? Spitting on the broom and all that old Spitting stuff. Spitting on it, right. That's crazy, but we're talking some real rap here. That's hilarious. My grandmother had me twisted because I broke a glass and she told me not to go out. I broke a mirror. My grandmother had me spin it around seven times. I'm like, what? No. I said, I don't believe in this stuff. And I left outside and got jumped by six girls. But she told me not to go outside after I broke the thing. So, you know, that kind of enlightened everything even more. Like I told you. <laughs> right. But when I became a Christian, I had to let all them superstitions go. No, because you right. don't put out that what you what you feel. What do you how you I, my girlfriend came over to see me? She had this chain on her arm. I hope she don't listen to it, but anyway. Yeah, I went so hard. Right and I said, what is that for? She said it's an evil eye. I said, well, what you need an evil eye bracelet for? <laughs> What in the heck is going on? I was wanting to know. 
stuff is? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it's this African stuff that you put this evil eye thing on in a bracelet. Oh, and uh-oh. anybody that looks over this evil to you, they're supposed to get some kind of backlash. It, it, or some kind of voodoo, uh, <laughs> ancient uh, oh. witchcraft stuff. Yeah. And I said, what do you need that for if you believe in God? What are you walking around with a bracelet on for protection? I said, that thing is bringing you more problems than it is helping you. Listen, remember when I had my flea market to pack up? Because when I moved to Atlanta, my grandma come out with some basil. <laughs> no, she didn't. So <laughs> bad. Talking about some, here, this will help you get money. It's basil. Uh, bam. No, she didn't. Bam, you know. Just help you. This good luck for money. Now, this is my grandma, and so I know who I'm dealing with. But I also know God for myself now, and I know that this is not of God. So I left that joint right on the table. I took it from him and sat it right there on the table. You know what I mean? And let it blow away with the wind, cause yes. and just didn't even talk about it. You know? Oh, well, her, she would have been asking. Oh, do, do, do. like I'm like, you gotta. I'm like, do you believe in God or what? And I ease little stuff in here because I don't want her to think I'm being disrespectful and all this, all this little craziness. But I'll be like, yo, what type of time is you on? Like, is that or God? Because that stuff gave me anxiety growing up. Growing yes. up thinking, oh, you can't, can't go to the left, the pole. Yes. Can't go over there. That's still yes. my hands Like, I don't let a man do. come in the house before the first of the year. And my grandma, I used to sit outside to the <laughs> You was not coming into her house <laughs> until a man came. So if you had to spend a night out, that's what you had that's, to do. That's my mom to this day. That's my mom to this day. Oh, no. I'm like, mom, that's not that's not the too well. She get, and then she gets upset with me. Like, I'm like, mom, I don't believe in that. And I'm not raising my daughter that way. If my <laughs> daughter splits a pole when we're all together, my mom is pissed. <laughs> <laughs> And let me, let me just tell you all the difference in belief systems because my mentor is the same age as me, but she's a judge. And the fact that me and her both, the years that she was going in college, being sworn in as a judge, I was being sworn in in the prison system. Now, the difference in our background was so different. When she had people who was, her family, her family, they was educated. It was about education. They kept her in church. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So her core values was being erased. But when your foundation, which was my core values, was built on a lie, you, you understand right. what I'm trying to say? Yeah, All my that. foundation was built on was getting money, no matter what. You know what mine too. Mine too. So if you on that kind of foundation, do you know what it takes to come from where I was to become a woman of God? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of sacrifice. Yeah, it is. That means oh. I can't do what I used to do. Mm-hmm. I can't say what I want to say. I was right. thinking about somebody that said they got into something. I got into something yesterday. My food wasn't right. At, she got, I got all the way home and he gave me pork. And I was coming. I started to come with my finger out like, you got me messed up. You know what I'm saying? Like, and thank God Chappelle was on the phone with me because I don't know what I would have said. But I had to realize. And I told him, I said, that's all right. Because he said, miss, I just started working here. I said, I understand. Because I make Aww. mistakes too. Do you, so that's a different way approach of mm-hmm. how I'm doing it. How mm-hmm. I had to unlearn the fact that I had to unlearn the fact that it was okay to be an angry black woman. 
Right. Oh, and going all off in the streets in front of people and cussing people out in the market with your own kids is telling you to chill. Right. You know what I'm trying to say? Oh. That stuff is embarrassing. Too. Oh, yeah, that's angry, angry. Yeah. <laughs> but I've been there, though. Yeah, I grew up with that. I learned that stuff, yo. It wasn't easy. God was not playing with me. Like, he was like, you was not, no, you, you can't do that. So true, yeah. <laughs> and it's not about being perfect. I just didn't want to be there anymore. Do you understand right. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When you see it for yourself, when you're the outside and you're looking in, it looks horrible, mm -hmm. you know? And some people need to see themselves on film, on tape. And maybe mm -hmm. they would, you know what I'm saying? That's true. Seriously. Mm -hmm. I do not want to see me on tape 10, 15 years ago. <laughs> but it's make you say I got a problem yeah I had to change I got this don't make no sense because I watched some of them show talk shows and a lot of them 10 years later was like girl I watched that show I was on and I knew I had to make it I was so yeah I didn't know what to do with myself but it's it's something when you take a look at truth either you want to buck or you want to surrender yeah oh, uh -huh. that's real right and I still need help and surrendering ain't easy. Right. There's still some things that I'm unlearning um, slowly but surely. And one of the things I just want to speak to anybody who hear this who may have a problem with drugs. And I remember a time when I thought and I believed in my spirit that I could not make it without uh, a chemical in my body. It was a lie. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? We have to be able to identify the lies that we have came into a group with. You know what I'm saying? Because if you uh -huh. those though that you can't never change or things can't get better, it's a lie. The evidence is all around us. And I'm not talking about drug addiction. I'm talking about people with mental health challenges, with people who are coming out of abusive relationships. I'm talking the whole recovery nine yards. Because if you're over 20, you're recovering from something. Uh -huh. All right. You know, so I just wanted to put that out there that a lot of stuff that we believe that we can't change, we won't change. It's an absolute lie to keep us in the same situation. Especially, we got to be careful because it, when it comes from an older person that we love or a mentor, it kind of tricks you up even more. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Like, oh, Chappelle, you shouldn't do that. You know, God ain't tell you, I don't think God will put you in a situation like that. So now, because you ain't really stable in your mind, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, I'm well, is this it. right? It's because it's coming from an older person. It's coming from somebody that you respect. But my thing is you got to go to God for yourself. Very true. That's powerful. You know, when I think about it, I had the benefit, I believe, of having um, parents who told me I was special and worthy. But there's something mm. to getting into spaces where you have a trajectory where you think it's you're going moving in the right spaces and places and getting into spaces where you're learning how to be like a mammy. <laughs> so I had to unlearn yeah. that I'm not the y'all mammies. And so years of being in spaces where you're giving you're giving, you're giving ideas, you're giving your, your intellectual stuff, but people are treating you like a prop, like they're doing you a favor. Mm. And so years of being in those spaces, um, mm. I feel like I'm at a point where I have to, I've been unlearning all of that internalized stuff where I started from a place where 
I was told I was special. I was told all those, you, 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 you pretty, you smart. What's that? When she said you is pretty. You was kind. You, you just got you. right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all that. But getting into other spaces where people telling you, no, you're not. No, you're not. But, but give me this. But taking this. Yes. Yeah. That's traumatizing. Exactly. So I've been really, I just had a conversation yesterday, one of my little coaching sessions for the fellowship. We were talking about that, um, how even at this age, I'm at a point where I can intellectually see it, name it, but I still have it in ingri- Like I'm still working on unpacking it, right. even though when people do it, I can say it in the moment, I can call it out. But in my head, that self-doubt and that. Like, do I deserve this still exists? Right, yeah. exactly. Am I worthy of these moments of like being in front of these, these people saying this? Even when I know I'm the person they use the idea, right? People use you, they sell your ideas, and then here we go, still giving them the benefit of the doubt. Yes, I was thinking of our male bosses that we had, <laughs> our um, Toby and I, <laughs> and you know, he I would give him these ideas that were brilliant, he would look at me with this. Mellow, nice, and not look, but then do something that's corny or like that's not even half of it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like everyone else is like, girl, that's popping. You know what I'm saying? Or 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 whatever. Like I don't know. Just and then here I am. Even when he is using me and under me and. I'm doing all this work. I'm covering up his blind spots. And, and then I'm still the one that he's looking at as if mm-hmm. some, something's wrong with me. Like, you know, and I'm like, right. I'm mm-hmm. well capable of this. Mm-hmm. You know, like they tried to make me seem like I wasn't capable of getting the doctorate. I'm like, dude, I do your job. I know. Yes, that I remember that too. I remember Yo, that. they were playing with me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I know that's right. Oh. I I was talking I was thinking about um I went into a building and I heard the song um in my mind. Uh, I'm it may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. And when I walked, it's a song that says that it's a beautiful song. Anyway, um when I walked, I was wondering why I said that when I got to the room, nobody in that room liked me. I don't know, it was something about me. People were turning their backs to me. It was just a whole attitude. And when I left there, I said, God, what was that? You know how you'd be like, what in the world was that? You know, and what, what, I, what I learned out is how um, when everybody speak good of you, a lot of time it's not good because you're not telling somebody the truth. Right. Sometimes we have right. to be all right with being, if we get to the point this where I'm like, criticize this like, yes. you know, like put to the side. Um, Cause a lot of that stuff we be giving people, really them pearls we be giving people before mm-hmm. our own stuff. Also, uh, Do you understand what I'm trying to say? And no, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I remember I was talking to somebody and they was looking and, and, and something said, why cast your pearls among swine? You mm. giving them, they paying you as a consultant they're going to take your idea, run oh. with it before you do. Oh. So a lot of times the stuff that we're giving people is not even for them. It's for us. It's for us. Right. 
It's for you to build. It's for the, the ideas that we give oh. it. They don't even understand we giving them pearls. And I'm willing to give it to you. But you ain't supposed to see it. You don't see it because you ain't supposed to. How about yeah. that? And we don't even be seeing them enough to keep them. No. Like. No. And I and, and I had to be okay with the fact that people didn't like me because I'm telling you, it did bother me for a minute. But, me what, too. It was, but what it was was, was the fact that they didn't like themselves. And if you're jealous of me, you can't walk a day in my shoes and know where I, how I got where I am right now. Do you understand? But they what they hate in us is missing in them. They think that we that I just mm -hmm. appeared, like like I just evolved out of nowhere. Like I just right. had they don't know what I had to go through to get to get there. Amen. Uh, they have no uh, idea the uh, fire that I had to walk through. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> So now you want to try for, for what I got? Are you willing to go through the fire? Are you willing to be persecuted? Are you willing to get your family, family members dying? Are you willing to go through that? Right. Right. No, you don't you don't want what I got. <laughs> I know. That's why I feel that's real right there. Yeah, it is. For no reason. If you know what I went through, you'd be celebrating me. The fact what God has allowed me to live through. So I had to also unlearn the fact that remember as children so much stuff happened to me i was like where's god i always had this thing that everything that happened to me because god was mad at me back then you know what i mean oh and i had to unlearn all that stuff just um what was right what's wrong what do i need to fix i can't he can and i'm gonna let him simple as that <laughs>